0: Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, please stand with me if you can, out of respect for the Word of God, and turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy. Chapter three. And yes, Second Timothy is very much a second coming passage. Second Timothy, Chapter three, verse one. This know also that in the last days, perilous times, shall come. I want to read that in your hearing again. This know also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. We're living in the last days, and perilous times have come. Let's pray. By the way, by the grace of God, I'm still preaching in your hearing, wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Wokeism is deceptionism. Tonight, if we're able to, we're going to wrap up one of the few good news stories uh, that has come out of wokeism, Annabella Rockwell uh, was delivered. from wokeism, and now she has a smile on her face again. And as I read the article and as I share it with you, uh, it seems like it took a while for this to happen, because brainwashing takes a while itself and to wash the brainwashing out is going to take a while as well, unfortunately. But if you raised up your children to know the Lord as Savior, and you read the Bible to them and with them, you had devotions every day, you prayed with them every day, you have prayed for them every day since they've been born, uh, by the grace of God, they'll get through it they will be successful uh, as i told my children today according uh, a, a song that i've heard in sports uh, i guess it's from a rapper which i like i like it win 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 christians do not go around sad angry, mad, bitter, uh, rebellious, hateful, acting like a victim instead of victorious. Christians focus on Jesus and allow Jesus to work through them and they just win, win, win even when they are persecuted and attacked. Uh, They win, win, win because they're never defeated. Uh, Some of you people were hoping and believing that the, that the hoping and believing that the USA team Soccer team was going to beat the Netherlands. Now, if you can't beat the Netherlands, then it's, it's over with, and, and it is over with. Uh, and Somebody said they barely got beat or something like that. No, 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 no. The Netherlands whipped their behinds real good and uh, that's all there is to it and and, and I, I, the, the happy talk sometimes just kills me we're going to be better in four more years and i didn't know the world cup was you know every four years like the olympics to me y'all can do that every year make that a super bowl i don't know what what i don't know what you're doing but and people were talking how that man, these four, are going to be, these five, of these guys are going to mature, and they're going to be four years older, and then they'll uh, they'll be hitting their prime, and they'll be better next time. But Christians, born again ones, who are saved, they're never defeated. They may be crushed, they may be attacked, they may be persecuted and all of that but they're never defeated because they have Jesus Christ living on the inside uh... I know that the former president of Liberty University messed up royally badly but uh... his father did not do that kind of thing (coughs) thank God And he's the one who used to, he's the one who named, uh, as a nickname, the students at Liberty University, Champions for Christ. I I like that nickname. I like that nickname, Champions for Christ. As born-again Christians, you don't have to be defeated and disgusted and sad and angry and mad all of the time. You can be victorious every day of your life for you're more than a conqueror for Christ. You are a champion for Christ. Just win, win, win and keep on going on for God. By confessing your sins, repenting of your sins, turning from your evil ways, and uh, getting, getting back to your first love, the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Holy Father God tonight, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for uh, salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Thank you, Holy Father God, for allowing us to be here. Lord tonight. Lord, uh, my wife and I saw a picture of us today going all the way back to 1990 when our first child was a baby. I had forgotten we had those pictures. I have not seen those pictures in a while. but. At the same time, I thank you uh, for blessing me with precious memories, and I remember those times, even without the pictures, and, uh, <clears throat> but that's uh, a long time ago, and I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for allowing us to be here uh, even tonight. And I thank you for all that you have done to get us here. For you worked miracle after miracle. You uh, answered thousands of prayers. You delivered us from many difficult situations, troubles, tribulations, trials, and uh, persecutions. (coughs) Even in the family. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would uh, indeed, Lord, continue to have mercy and grace upon us even tonight. And uh, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our failures, and our faults. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Uh, We, Lord, I'm talking about those of us who are saved and born again here in the family, in the country, and around the globe. Uh, Lord, forgive us of our sins. Help us to truly repent of our sins, for, Lord, You have made it clear that you're very interested in that, and help us to turn from our evil ways, and do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. I pray that you would deliver those of us who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love uh, to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight in these last days. Lord, help us not to act like we are shocked at what is happening. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will crucify our flesh and the old man within us all who are saved and fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you will help us all who are saved by your grace to be humble, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent, Lord, of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And do your will. And Holy Father God, I praise you and thank you for the great work that Daniqua and Daniel Ezekiel and Danielle uh, have done this past week and today, and the great help that they have given to your cause and to your ministry. And Lord, give them your strength and grace and energy and the power of your Holy Spirit, Uh, Lord, to continue to serve as well as my other children have your Holy Spirit to work mightily in all of their lives and Lord, uh, it was a joy to read Job again today. My wife and I, by your grace, thank you for that privilege for us to read eight chapters in the Chronological Bible and Lord, I I saw so many things in your Holy Word today, particularly in the book of Job. How that Job, and I've never noticed this before, today he had uh, seven sons the first time around and three uh, daughters. And I never noticed this before, but he prayed to you and offered sacrifice to you for his boys in case, as he said, they uh, cursed you in their hearts and sinned against you in their hearts and in their lives. He, He didn't do that for the girls. And Lord, I have found myself, I pray for all of my children, but I pray harder, I guess, for the boys. Unless they curse you in their hearts, I pray that they would not do that. And I pray for the girls that they would not do that as well. And thank you for blessing me with many children. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And uh, so thank you, Lord, for having us on this journey, all of us reading uh, the Chronological Bible. It's very exciting and very powerful. And uh, continue to have your Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts from your Holy Word every day. Whether it's just three chapters, two chapters, a few verses, or eight chapters as it was today. Have everybody, Lord, to get off to a good start and have a running start through the month of December and hit the ground running on January one. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, I pray that You would indeed save the souls of my wife, Marika White, and her family, my family, and all people connected to us, family-wise. And Holy Father God, Everybody in this audience, everybody uh, in this country and around the globe, have your Holy Ghost to not give people rest until they come to know you as Savior. And Lord, help them to hear and understand the gospel and uh, be saved. And Lord, I do pray that you would revive those who are saved in this world. Comfort those who are grieving. Heal those who are sick. Draw them to yourself, those who are not saved, for their salvation. And Holy Father God, I also pray tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Out of my wife's heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and out of the lives of other people in my family who have the Judas spirit, and other people in this country and around the globe who have that kind of spirit, drive the demons of hell out of their minds, their hearts, souls, and spirits, and give us all a sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray, that you will indeed lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties tonight, troubles, problems, and fears, and fill us tonight with your peace, that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart, And, uh, Lord, grant me your energy, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Word. And, Lord, I do pray that lost souls would be saved, Christians would be revived, live or on demand. And, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight... I thank you for giving me your grace and your strength, which which is sufficient for me to face and deal with persecutions and distresses and afflictions and tribulations and troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. At the same time, Lord, thank you for giving me the faith to pray that those things that you do not want to remain in my life to keep me humble. I pray that you would deliver me and my family members and other Christians from them. Uh, And uh, Lord, I do pray that you would give us sweet victory in those areas as well, and uh, uh, so that the burden can be a little bit lighter. Uh, But Holy Father God, deliver us from all distresses and afflictions. Deliver us from all persecutions, all tragedies, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and intentions. As your servant Job said today, he maintained his integrity for a long while, even when his wife told him to curse God and die. But after a while, uh, he kind of buckled a little bit and uh, he pointed out a few things. and uh so it was a very powerful reading and we pray lord that you'll help us to understand that sometimes it's okay to go through things and you have your purposes and your reasons and uh it was the messenger of satan that buffeted job he was the one running up there with the sons of God. And uh, and uh, uh, that's the same thing Paul said. Our thorns in the flesh are messengers of Satan. So Holy Father God, give us a deep understanding of that. Give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding and insight. And uh, help us to do right by you. Help us to always maintain our integrity and not lose it. And keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us, Lord, therefore in perfect peace. Thank you for testing us. And, uh, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight uh, that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Lord, at the same time, thank you, Lord, for allowing things to be as well as they are. Thank you, Lord, for um, remembering mercy, grace, and love towards your people, In the midst of great chastisement and rebuke and punishment, all for our good. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight, before we all go to bed, Lord, uh, protect, Lord, my family, protect the families of other people gathered around the world and across the country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, protect us from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God and uh, Surround us with the band of your holy angels, cover us, and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would bless, uh, prepare us for the communion service and bless the communion service, uh, Lord, tomorrow uh, morning. Have it to go smoothly, decently, and in order, and help us to make sure that we're right with you. Help people to pray tonight, confess their sins, and repent of their sins so that they will not take communion unworthily. And Holy Father God, I do pray that everything we do and say would be done for your glory your praise and your honor and for the glory praise and honor of Jesus Christ. For it is in His name we pray. Amen. I know that most people want to be gung-ho, particularly in America. And um, you don't want to accept that you're living in perilous times the last days. Around four o'clock this morning, I wrote in an article that there's something desperately wrong, starting with just a few days ago, a few weeks ago the killing of innocent people in a so-called stampede in South Korea. I have had the privilege of traveling to and preaching in South Korea and uh, the South Korean people do not stampede. Somebody killed those people. And then Three young black men, I, I cannot recall, three young black men in college were killed by another young black man who was in college and on the football team. All of them, if they did real good on the field, could leave college with millions of dollars. And then, four young white students at the University of Idaho. Uh, the young black men are at the, were at the University of Virginia. They were killed. Nobody knows anything. And then. Just early this morning, we found out about a FedEx truck driver, delivery person, snatched a little beautiful girl and killed her within an hour of abducting her. People, let me tell you something. We're living in perilous times. And I believe this satanic, demonic spirit called wokeism, which I call deceptionism, is behind it. And you're going to see more and more of this. Because I believe a lot of these things are satanic sacrifices. Only God can help you now. And this beautiful young lady, Annabella, uh... Rockwell almost lost it all too, and almost lost her life. We're going to try to wrap up her story today. And we're going to pick up just a little bit of what I shared with you on yesterday to bring you up to speed. Period. They shared in the article, professors and older students. This is what happened at the Ivy League, Mount Holyoke University for Women, and how they were indoctrinated, paying $60,000 a year, brainwashed making you hate your parents, making you hate men, and pressure to become a lesbian. Professors and older students tell these students they are special. They are special. You're special. It's like they are anointed. Then they tell them how oppressed they are. You're oppressed and you don't even know it. And what victims they are and how they have to go out in the world. And now be activists to stop the oppression that's going on. That's why you see so many people today ready to fight about anything. And then when you're getting paid to do so, to travel across the country to do so, uh, they really think they're in high cotton Uh, now. The former student thanks her mother for being persistent. And uh, there's nothing like a good mother uh, who will be persistent about things and look at you like you're crazy. Have you lost your mind, girl? Now we're not doing that. You're my daughter. There's nothing, nothing, nothing like a loving mother who will do everything she can to protect her child. And now works as a fundraiser for PragerU, which is a conservative Jewish-slash-Christian uh, organization uh, that uh, emphasizes biblical principles. Judeo-Christian Principles, and uh, she uh, works for that organization, Conservative uh, Video Group that promotes conservative biblical uh, principles and values. Annabella Rockwell said, if my mom had not kept hopping at me and not giving uh, and not giving up I know where I would be she said right now they will cop the attitude no 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 no, now, this is not happening <laughs> that's how they talk uh, no I don't want to hear that what girl have you lost your mind uh, we're not like a loving mom who will Uh, Lay down the gauntlet, Jack, and it's going to be on. And when you have a loving mother like that, the father, his job is to hold her back. Because she she set, uh, uh, I mean, her mind and her focus is on her child, Jack. And this is going to change right here. We're not having this. And I'm not putting up with it. She got so angry, one time she threw a vase. I don't suggest you do that. Because, see, you can get in trouble for that, parents. Because, see, you, cause see li- listen to me. What's going to happen is you're going to be confronted by the devil in your child. And you're not Jesus who said, get thee behind me, Satan. That's what you're going to face. You're going to face the devil. Now you know you don't know the devil like that. But the devil will be in your child through this brainwashing. And so you need to be prayed up, read up in the word. So go ahead on and and join us in reading the chronological Bible so you can be ready. Just simply reading the Bible will make you ready, freddy, and ready, betty. Because the Holy Ghost will be putting on all of that, to, on how you need to deal with this. Throwing a vase and throwing a temper tantrum like, tantrum like the child is is not going to work. No, you, you need to pray to God and get as much of the word of God in her heart and life or his heart and life as you can. and and trust God for the results. And that's if you did your part as a parent. If you did not do your part as a parent, you're in a whole lot of trouble. I know, I know, I know that the evangelicals and and the uh, seminaries and Baptists and everybody always want to, you know, Give you some hope, but I I can't always do that. If you don't do what God has told you to do, I can't really give you any hope. I hope you find hope, but I am going to tell you straight what you're dealing with. Now there are pastors who are wired that way. They they can hopefully give you some hope. But that's not my job. I'm not my I'm not the hope giver. Uh, I'm about uh, telling you what the consequences are going to be if you have not done your job, and if you're not doing your job, and if you're not obeying God. If it wasn't for her, Annabella's mother, I'd probably she said I'd probably be living in Massachusetts somewhere, working for some super progressive, liberal politician. Hanging out with people I had nothing in common with except ideology and drinking all of the time. You know why people drink all of the time? To cover up their misery. Uh, To try to do that. It doesn't help. It it makes it worse. It makes your misery worse. And it makes you into another uh, person that is uh, hateful and mean and fierce mad as the devil all the time. And I'd be miserable, she said, miserable. Although she didn't care for her time at the school looking back. She said she doesn't want to smear the other girls who had attended. The school. She didn't want. She didn't want. To, she didn't want to smear the other girls at the school. She didn't want to make them look bad. They were young and impressionable. Uh, it wasn't fair to anyone that there was no space for discourse, no back and forth. It was either the woke way or no way, and if you didn't want to go the woke way, you were ostracized. And most people today do not want to be ostracized or canceled or uh, like a person who's not there. Okay? Now, with that, allow me to share uh, some things going on in my family and uh, wokeism. Uh, and how wokeism is uh, affecting and has affected my own family and I'm talking about my family uh, extended family Uh, not so much my children for by the grace of God I did raise them according to the word of God And none of my children can deny that I uh, love them. Uh, they, they, They can't say, none of them can say I don't love them. Everything I ever did for my children was motivated by the God kind of fatherly, fatherly love for them to this very day. To this very day. I still from the time they were born unto this day I tell them I love them. Every day. Strangely, their mother did not do that. I told her to do it In fact, the first thing I told my wife when my first child was born I think was on the way back from St. Mary's Hospital in Athens, Georgia. I said, your job is to make memories. Your job is to make memories. And so Allow me to say this tonight. My oldest daughter and my six other children with her never had a loving, caring mother. That's just the reality, folks. And to you sweet evangelicals who have been trained never to say things like that, that's why you're so jacked up. And your family is so jacked up and so messed up, okay, because you're living a lie. You're hypocrites and phonies and fakes. Wherever there is sin and evil, uh, it has to be acknowledged, confessed, and repented of. This is because, I believe, my wife, Marika White, who is, uh, believe it or not, we're celebrating 35 years of marriage and she's here with me tonight. But I believe that she is religious, but she is not a born-again, saved person. That's what I believe. I've never seen one sign of my wife being saved. And... uh, also, she was not raised properly by her parents, and I wasn't either, and I believe she would say and I would say they they did the best they could under uh, the circumstances that they were not saved, they were not taught the Bible, they were religious and lost on my side. Uh, And so all of my daughters, especially, and this is the flip side of what uh, happened with Annabella Rockwell. All of my daughters, all of my daughters, especially, and no doubt the boys as well, are hungry. For a loving motherly figure, and yet some of you in the family are taking advantage of that and are trying to turn my daughters against the only loving parent they have, who when they had pure innocent hearts, they used to call me the father and the mother, and that is in writing. I can show you that to this day. Uh, this is documented from their pure hearts. Because they did not and they did this when they were young, they were children, because they they did not sense, they did not get, they did not feel the love from their mother. <coughs> Let's see. And so they, 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 they felt and sensed the love for me, even though I was the disciplinarian. In fact, my daughter, Danita Evangeline White, was the one who spearheaded all of that. All of them wrote letters all about the same time. My daughter, Danita Evangeline, is the editor of the book where she collected uh, all of the letters that had all had been written because I saved them and uh, she put all of those letters in a book when she was younger. And I appreciate that. And uh, uh, and when I, and, and Anita was uh, I think the first one who said maybe not the older two might have said it. Before her, at the same time, Danny and Daniel, and she thanked me for chastising her and all of the children when it was time to do that. And 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 she would say, and other the others would say the same thing from their hearts. They didn't copy off anybody else. We know that you do it because you love us. So they didn't hate me because I was the only disciplinarian. They loved me more. Because why? They sensed that I loved them not only because I told them that, which came from my heart. I, I never had to pump that up, I never had to fake that. This is all documented. In the book, dear Papa, that they wrote, which, by the way, is on the front of this publication uh, called BlackChristianNews.com or BCN1.com, you can tap into it tonight and start reading it. Okay, I'm just stating the facts, and and one of the reasons why I state this really under normal circumstances, I wouldn't bring up anything like this. I I state these things and I say these things. You know why? Because there's such hatred against men in wokeism. There's such vile meanness and hatred towards men in the blob of Beelzebub, deceptionism, all of it, most of it is a lie. Are, Are there some bad men? Yes. And I'm not a perfect man, no man is perfect. But I truly believe when it all added up in the end. I believe that men are going to end up doing better than women uh, in the righteousness category and doing the right thing and rising to the occasion and, and doing what needs to be done to keep the family going and together. I, that's what I believe. And I believe the scripture bears that out. It may be half and half. I don't know. But I, all of this garbage that men are terrible and men are wicked and evil and they're no good, we don't need men coming from wokeism, that comes from hell and the devil. My wife, standing right here, she would tell you, God knows that I'm the one that led this family in the right direction, and I'm the one that... uh. Loved my children way more than she did. And I I rose to the occasion when I should not have had to do so. To make sure my children were taken care of. And it was not a burden. It was not a pain to do so. That's one of the reasons why I bring it up. It just so happens family members that you're in the family. Family. And I'm just telling the truth about the family. And, uh, and how uh, my immediate family, how I raised my immediate family. Uh, uh, and sad to say, because you all didn't raise your daughter properly, I had to halfway raise her. And tell her to act right. Oh, that sounds like she's a victim. That sounds like you abused her. No, I didn't abuse her. I was not going to let her have her way like you did and let her do what she wants to do. Uh, I know that's the American way. And I told her a long time ago before we got married, we're going to do it Ephesians 5 way or no way. That means all bets are off if you're not willing to do what Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6 tells you to do. We're we're not going to be married if you're going to try to have your way and do what you want to do. That's not happening. Not with me, not with Daniel White III. That happened with Daniel White Jr., but not Daniel White III. I learned from Daniel White Jr. what not to do and what not to allow in my home. That's a fact. And by the grace of God, I've been lodging in charge in my family from the get-go. I say what God leads me to say. I do what God leads me to do. I do not and have never harkened to the voice of my wife. Never, never, never. And God has blessed me for that. That's a fact. So as I was saying, we have family members uh, who are trying to come between my children and me, woke family members, with your woke demonic foolishness, because I stand against what evidently some of you support. As I mentioned earlier, the abomination of homosexuality and homosexual marriage, which includes, of course, lesbianism with a couple of you females in my wife's family with your low-cut male-looking haircuts, which oftentimes happens as we read from Annabella's story, pushing my daughters to bring you to my house unannounced, which is disrespectful, dishonoring, and which is intended To try to cause a problem between my wife and I of now 35 years this month. We've been married longer than all of you all have been married combined for the most part. Not only, not not in name only now, married and together. Married, if you must know, and having sex still. After raising seven children and they're grown and on their own. And we still get busy. Like we were like we did when we were in our early twenties. Married and, 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 and acting like married people. Maybe not that romantic, but doing what married folk ought to be doing. Which, miraculously, your attempts have not been successful to disrupt our marriage and family. And your attempt is satanic and demonic and straight from hell. And shame on you trying to use my precious children that I raised by myself to try to come in between their parents shame on you because you're mad at how i preach against the abomination of homosexuality not only that against women hating men you don't hate men when you want some penis when bo peep comes by you don't hate men then you don't hate men uh to uh, when they're, they're giving you some money to pay your bills You don't hate men there, do you? See, and that's and and, and, and I've been known for years. This was all this was coming along uh, because most women today they want a man for two reasons and then he can get out of the way. Every now and then some sex They get tired of using the vibrators and their fingers and everything else and they want penis. Number two uh, is money. And sorry, no good men have, uh, have allowed women to do them that way. We want you, I don't want you to say anything to the children, I don't want you to say anything about how I run this household, I don't want you to tell me where to go, where not to go, and what to do, but uh, those two things right there, when I demand those two things, I want them. And sorry, no good men allow women to do that, to treat them like little boys, and when they get through with you, they say, go to your cave, you caveman. There's a show on television called Out Front. I I don't know if they took that off or not. No. But I've always been out front in my family. I sit where I want to sit. I say what I want to say. I do what I need to do and want to do. My wife never has submitted willingly. But because of the way I have lived my life, she had to submit. That's it. She had no choice. Because I was not going to let her control me or my children. That's a fact. And they're all doing great. All doing well. They're not perfect. And they're not angels. But by the grace of God. Through how I raised them. Out of seven. Five have degrees. And uh, two are on the way. And... uh, and, and they, they they read more Bible than anybody on earth. They have prayed more, or at least listened to me pray more, than anybody on earth. I know that to be true. I do believe, anyway. So we're going to close on that tonight. Shall we pray? Mark it. Up, up. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for the energy, the strength, the unction, and the anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Word and to deal with this mammoth subject and task, Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Open the eyes of the blind in my own family. Open the eyes of the blind of thousands around the world. And Lord, help them to trust in you, Lord Jesus Christ, to be saved. Before it is eternally too late. And revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. And for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us tonight and you're not saved, you're not born again, I'm not going to do like one preacher, one false prophet does and says he preaches in a way to let pagan people and lost people feel like it's okay if they don't want to believe. I want you to believe in Jesus Christ because I know how good he will be to you because he's been good to me. And so dear friend if you want to enjoy the good life with Jesus Christ and yes you will have some negative uh, experiences uh, such as persecution and Tribulations and troubles is all designed to make you be what He wants you to be. So don't worry about that. It is the best life a person can live. And uh, I want you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one and only great Savior. He is the Son of God. He is God. And in order for you to truly believe in him, you need to understand that you are a sinner. We're all sinners. From the Pope on down, everybody is a wicked sinner. And we all deserve to burn in hell and to be tormented in hell throughout eternity. By the way, uh... I don't have any facts on this, but I have said it down through the years that uh, those uh, lakes of fire that you see coming out of that, um, lakes and rivers rather, of fire that you see on television coming out of that volcano in Hawaii, I believe it, flows out of hell. It's like the the ashes and the smoke coming out of hell so hell can enlarge itself. That's what I I believe. I may be wrong on that. But I would ask you, why is there fire in the middle of the earth? Liquid fire that the Bible describes. Lakes of fire. And the Bible talks about a lake of fire. Liquid fire. So hell is a real place. So my dear friend, we have violated God's laws. Every last one of us, no matter how pretty you might be, no matter how muscular you might be, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much uh, education you have, we're all sinners. For the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. In other words, the paycheck that we're going to get at the end of life is death. There's nothing fun about death. Death is a punishment. The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. And what God wants you to understand is that God made this universe and the planet that we're living on, Earth, is hanging on nothing. God had to rebuke Job and ask him, where are the foundations of the Earth? The Earth is hanging on nothing. Because, see, God knows that we, as human beings, we would draw up a foundation. We would put together something solid and put, try to put the earth on it, make it flat. God didn't do that. He put a ball out in space hanging on nothing called earth. And if God would, would allow you to die from that place called earth... Because of your sins, He will allow you to go to hell and be tormented forever and burn forever if you do not believe in His Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died on the cross for our sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. And so, my dear friend, you need to believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who said the most important words in the history of the world, the most loving words, the most magnificent words. When he said, and and most important words ever said, spoken in the history of the world, spoken to mankind. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. He is the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for the sins of the entire world. That's why Jesus Christ said, whosoever. That powerful word means anybody at any time, that includes you. That's all you need to do to get saved. Church going, giving money to the church, working in the church, none of that can save you. It has nothing to do with your salvation. The thief on the cross never did those things, but Jesus said to him when he believed in Jesus Christ, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray and ask him to save your soul, for there's another whosoever in the Bible. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you want to be saved from the power of sin and the punishment of sin, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and call on his name. I'll help you with the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. And that I have broken your Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting after the people and things, and many other sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. By your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit. And save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to repent of all of my sins. Help me to change. And help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. And help me to follow you. Lord Jesus Christ in the new life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, And then according to God's words and the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved. From that awful place called hell, you're now saved from uh, the power of your sins and you're saved to heaven. And so may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior now to help you grow in the faith please go to gospel light societies society.com and pick up my book titled what to do after you enter through the door just tap on it It will be a free download. You you will never have to pay for it. And you can start reading immediately.